When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast on a Monday. My name is Chris Plank. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the Sooner Sports Podcast. And obviously, uh, our hearts are heavy today as we celebrate Memorial Day and we honor those who protect us and those who paid the ultimate price to allow us to enjoy the lives that we enjoy. So thank you. I hope everybody enjoys maybe a, a little bit of a normal day if you will, after what we've been through over the last couple of months and a stark reminder today of those who just do everything possible to make sure that we can enjoy the lives that we have. So on the Sooner Sports Podcast today, we'll celebrate a championship. Now, this will be different. Typically on a Monday, Toby's in here with us. We're talking about the weekend that was, but hey, everyone needs a day off. So T-Row will be back on the TV show with me tomorrow, and then he'll join us for the Friday podcast. But you know, Matt Archibald, who works uh, works on the digital side, a lot of things that you see on Soonersports.com or on the Twitter feed of, of any of your sports, he or Tori or Erica, are the brains behind it. And when we were first kind of trapped in this quarantine, Arch came up with the idea to do these watch-alongs with teams to kind of watch their championship highlights and talk you through them. Today's an audio version of the golf team going through their championship win over Oregon. Now, the cool part of this is that the video side is going to come out on Friday. So this is a little bit of a, of a precursor. I shouldn't say Friday, maybe later this week, Arch. I'm sure I've got my dates off. But this is really cool to kind of hear 
what was going through the mind of head coach Ryan Hibble and his standouts like Brad Dawkey as they fought their way to a national championship over Oregon in 2017. So an audio version of a watch-along with all of the greats from that 2017 national championship coming up here in just a bit. And I'll add, for softball fans, on Friday, we're going to have a sit-down with the 2000 national championship team as we watched highlights of the UCLA championship game. Uh, And we had Patty Gasso and Jen Rocha sit with us and It was just a blast to kind of hear from some of the stars, including Jen Stewart, of that 2000 championship. So kind of a championship week here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. As always, the Sooner Sports Podcast is presented in part by AT&T, AT&T, America's best network. We're also brought to you today by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Oklahoma Athletics. Hey, it's time to add some boneless wings to your Wingstop delivery order. It's available in any of their 11 mouth-watering flavors. So go ahead and crush those spicy, saucy, sweet, and sassy cravings. Go to Wingstop.com now and get your delivery to your door. Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. And real quick, before we reset the 2017 Golf National Championship, the Sooner Club and football season ticket renewal deadline is approaching. That's June 1st. Contact the Sooner Club or the OU Athletic Ticket Office to get ready for another exciting year of Sooner football while making a difference for nearly 600 student athletes. All right, without any further ado, Ryan Hibble kicks off our watch-along, the 2017 Men's Golf National Championship. You know, I'm going to tell you, um, when we walked out of the matches, which would have been Tuesday night, when, when myself and Casey Martin, the Oregon coach, kind of matched up all of our guys, I just felt really, really confident in our squad. And a lot of it was because we actually had five guys playing very solid golf that week. And that doesn't happen all the time. We talked about it with the guys. I can't exactly remember what we, you know, hit on uh, either that night or that morning, but they all knew, they all were super confident. Um, And I think that they can envision themselves holding that trophy that next day. I really do. I I remember that week too. Like we all were just so calm, like leading – leading up to it in the evenings, warming up. Like, we were all just super relaxed, calm. Like, I remember talking to everyone just before the matches, being like, all right, I'll see you after, you, after your match. Like, go, go take care of business. I just remember we were always just – it was weird. We had, like, a sense of calmness the, the entire week. We just knew we were going to get it done. Definitely. We were by far the closest team that week, too. Like, not even – like – we literally did everything together that week. It was crazy. Like we said, we got up in the morning, got breakfast, and then watched Family Guy all morning. Like, I can promise you the Oregon guys didn't do that. I mean, so it's kind of the same thing. Like, it takes takes us a while to get to that first tee because it was so late in the afternoon. But it also meant that all the fans were just waiting on that first tee. So there was, there was a pretty big group, and – I feel like kind of walking onto that first tee, walking over that bridge, it's kind of like a little, like, tunnel almost. You know what I mean? Like, you're walking through all the fans to get, to get there. and because well, you um, had all those flags around you, too. It, I remember the flags something, just whipping there. Yeah, there was something about it that just made it very, like, um, it just almost hyped it up 
even more. And I just remember that first tee, even going into the second hole, I was so nervous. I lost the first hole. I think I had three putted or did something. And then on the second hole, I remember I was in the middle of the fairway, just par five, going forward and two, and I hit a three iron 85 yards left of the green because I was so nervous. I just snipe hooked this three iron, like, way left. And I, after that shot almost, I was like, all right, you better, like, settle in here and get going or else this could be bad. But it was – I've never had – normally when those nerves, like, they're normally done after the first hole. Once you get off the first green, you're like, all right, we're playing golf now. Like, those nerves lasted with me for, like, a good two holes. That's also what we've been working the whole year to lead up to. I mean, you've been working all year to be in that position. So, it's like, yeah, I'm nervous, but you got to – you know, this is the time we got to step up, and I think we all understood that, and we obviously did pretty well. So, um, let's see this. God, this is this is this shot I'll never forget. Mm. Dirty. And you can't. It's like the camera just doesn't show how hard that shot was yeah, and how hard bad. you swung. Yeah. Just to take that big of a swing on that short of a shot. Yeah, there we go. Good landing was loving this. Pig Star's got some good hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was good. Okay. Come on, big stop. Here we go. Yeah, this was nice. Odds of a fist pump here. Hundred. Very high. Yeah, bang out. God, this is so oh, yeah. God, that putt was drilled. That's a crowd, dude. <laughs> I mean, that was right I mean, that in the deserved, middle. That deserved more than <laughs> – I mean, that deserved a hat yeah. throw, at least. <laughs> a hat throw. I was still down in the match, so I had to stay level. I, I'm telling you guys, right now I'm feeling so confident all day long in this match, um, especially with you two guys out front leading the charge. I just felt – that we were going to get us another point because um, I felt I was around pretty, pretty much everybody all day long that as much as I could. And I could just feel the vibes and it was always good. It was just always a good vibe with you guys that day. So, um, yeah, this was, we were on what, 10, 11, 12 yeah. area right now. Yeah. I'm going to say 13. The turning point for me and knowing when we had this thing somewhat wrapped up, Blaine and Max had already uh, sealed out their, their wins. And I've told this story a million times, but uh, I'm standing in 15 fairway and Brad's back over in that 13, 14, uh, you know, a lot of trees and it's kind of, you can hear everything back in there. And I hear Boomer sooner going across the, uh, the galleries and it's like that's when I had my moment I about started tearing up going this is getting ready to happen we're getting ready to win this thing oh yeah I mean I also saw the scoreboard too which is I saw they were winning big and, and that was on 11 green I couldn't see it happen because there's on the right but I planes match win and uh and I kind of you know her boomer senior chance and all that and Max was looking good on the semi on the scoreboard on the stretch so I kind of knew we probably had the first two matches, you know, winning those. It's just a matter of somebody in the last three kind of step up, stepping up and kind of pulling away from their match. I did get done so early in the match that I almost got to watch it all kind of go down the last, like, six holes with Brad's match. I mean, I basically got to watch Brad finish his match from, like, 14 on. 
and I got to watch Hirsch finish up on 15, 16. I remember yelling at Hirsch. Yeah, because I, I think you came back, and I was down, and I ended up winning. I either won I, – I won, like, two holes between 15 and 17 to get back to all square going into 18. Yeah. I remember that. I remember coming back and yelling at Hirsch, like, like he's got everything to lose. Like, he, he's got to win. Like, Hirsch, he's got to get it back. I was, like, yelling at him. Trying to like get them all. That was on. Uh, like that, that was on fit. That was going from fourteen green to fifteen box. I, I remember that. <laughs> He's got everything to lose. <laughs> you know, blame. Just trying to get in people's heads. Trying to get in their skin a little bit. I remember this putt was so weird because all week my right to lefters, I felt like I was making them, and I didn't make any putts, any left to right putts that week. And this putt was like half a ball to like a cup. Or like, I mean, half a cup to like a ball outside left. And I was like, all right, this is my left to right, or I'm going to make this week. I mean, I feel like Norman's standing really close. I'm just trying to get my head in more. Mm. I just love how it looks like on camera that you look straight at his face. <laughs> it looked like I looked right at him, but I was looking over at Quaid. <laughs> makes for a better picture, though. Yeah, like the picture right above your bed. Yeah, it makes for a good picture. <laughs> then you just – I was yelling at Q. Ignore your dad here in a second. Hey, uh, and talk to – I agree. I just think he had such a good bond with all of us too. I mean, even though he wasn't playing, we still felt like he was part of the team. Oh, and, for sure. I mean, he's such, a, he's such a jokester and having fun with us all the time anyway. So, he was kind of taking that – he was kind of taking that pressure off of us a little bit too, just having fun the entire week and whatnot. So it was, it was definitely a plus having Q there the entire week for sure. Definitely brought you up a little bit. Longer. You saw him because he'd kind of go to different holes and you always kind of know which holes he's going to. And you'd see him there sitting by the green and kind of bring you up a little bit or kind of help you help with like the well, emotion. Wasn't that the week? He had the well, fidget big spinner. Q, he also, yeah, he had his fidget spinner the, the entire time. <laughs> he'd, he'd sit there and he'd be behind the green like, I'd be like, hey, give me a little something. And he'd like pull it out of his pocket and he'd like flick the fidget spinner and it'd be going. I was like, all right, I needed that. I needed that good mo. Didn't we, didn't we, put, that, didn't we put that fidget spinner like next to the national championship trophy for a little yeah. while or something like that? That thing broken too. He, got <laughs> he spun it so much that we did it, it broke. <laughs> Max, don't you three-putt this? I do. I leave it like 10 feet short, I believe. I, I, I do. I do. Like, don't you hammer the next one by like six feet? I do. I think I actually have to make like a five-footer for bogey or something like that. <laughs> you know me talking to myself right there. Why you yang this one right here? That's right. <laughs> they made me pull up my hat while I had to do this interview. I hated it. Why? Because it looks normal? Yes. <laughs> Max in a normal hat day. They probably yeah, they probably had to make Hirsch center his hat, too. Yeah. They probably Hirsch told me to center it and pull it down. Because I don't remember. Do you remember, Coach? Did I have that putt to win? Because Edwin misses here. I don't, I don't know what happened. He doesn't win the hole, but I don't know. You I think had to said two putts to win match. I think I had that par putt to win. I think this is for par. That's why yeah. you gave it a little extra. I guess so. You gave it a little, little extra. This lips out bad. Oh, oh, I just <laughs> about that now. oh, oh my gosh, that was such a bad lip Because I remember watching, I remember watching Blaine make his putt or like hear it all, and I'm like, "All right, come on, 
like let me do the same thing like be able to fist pump like you know <laughs> yeah, have, a, have a good moment yeah so you go why you yang it and then i just hammer it <laughs> of course, right hand of course max is thinking about the theatrics back of my head here back of my head here i'm thinking how am i gonna fist pump this like what am i gonna do <laughs> <laughs> We're about to lose this hole. <laughs> this is match play at its finest right here. There's my mom. I think I think of anyone on the golf course, Max's mom was by far the most stressed out that week. No doubt. <laughs> Max was so torqued off. <laughs> That was him. <laughs> nah. He's like, you could have had the match. Nah, I figure we could go make par on the next hole. That's right. This is when the this is when y'all's match kind of made the switch, right, Brad? Yeah. He got some momentum on like nine and ten. And then we tied eleven. And then this is kinda when I got the got it going back my way a little bit. Even though I hit a terrible wedge shot here. I feel like you were playing – after I rewatched this game, you were playing so fast. Like, the oh. cameras, I feel like, could honestly barely keep up with you because you were well, playing. When, so I, on, on, when I was in that bunker on 10, the camera mm. cut to me. I was already, like, mid-backswing. You haven't hit it. This is when the momentum was really starting to shift in our favor mm -hmm. when I was talking about, you know, the crowd starting to get boomer sooner chance because Brad won 12. Didn't you, Brad? Yeah, yeah, I made that, I made that putt. Yeah, so whenever he won 12, he goes one up, and the momentum really started to shift, and he started kicking it kind of into high gear. That's when I'm down on 15 and just listening to everybody chant, and it's starting to become a reality. Like, it was, you missed the green, but, like, he was in a perfect spot for this hole. Mm -hmm. Game over. Taking – ripping that glove off. Yeah, that fresh pass. Whew. This is what Max yells. <laughs> See, that wasn't as theatrical as I would have wanted it to be, you know? I was you wanted to chip in. To, yeah. Chip, chip in the club throw. <laughs> right. Here's the Brad putt from 12. That just oh, snuck yeah. in that lip. Oh. <laughs> I love on 17. Um, that bomb? Is that <laughs> I love on 17 how after I uh, get my tee shot, you can hear like in the coverage, Max goes, dominate this whole brat. <laughs> yeah. 17 of all holes. Oh, no. Coach, I remember on uh, – you can hear this on coverage too. They were like – we were talking about the shot on that hole. And you say um, – right before I'm like getting into the shot, you're like, you know what you're doing here, right? And you're like just saying like hit it right of the hole. And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, and I didn't have no clue what you meant by that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I tried to hit it <laughs> Yeah, I think we were really going to be happy with that upslope, yeah. like, like where Max had hit it. We took, purposely, purposely took a club that was not going to get long of that green. I know that. Fake swan. <laughs> I forgot about the fake swan. <laughs> We we still never jumped in that water. Got on top of that uh, 
I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like the boy I think that was my idea. <laughs> we set the practice round. We'd jump out and swim out to this if we won. Those floating things. <laughs> I mean, let's let's paint the picture here for everybody. Brad's about 20 over par on number 17 <laughs> for the week. He's Even though he's two up, let's be real. Nobody's feeling great about Brad playing this next hole. No. Not at all. I remember thinking. I, I remember thinking while well, I was like, "Well, at least he's still two up. At least we're going to be at least one up going into 18." You got a little bit of a cushion. We we got we got a little bit of a cushion, and we got Hirsch, who was probably going to win his match. Yeah, that would have been so crazy. And we have a big star on all square on 18. Yeah. It would have been crazy if I had missed that putt on 17 and Hirsch put it on 18 and literally, like, no one's up there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh Hirsch won it, so. <laughs> yeah, good job, Hirsch. <laughs> to this day. You guys know how superstitious and whatnot I am on the golf course, and I'm on 16 tee box with Brad, and I'm already starting to get messages, text messages, you know, because I'm communicating with Jimbo, so there's communication going on on our phones, but then all of a sudden I start getting text messages from, like, Bubba Watson and folks like that saying congrats. I'm like, oh, my goodness, what an early cob. <laughs> the mega cob. <laughs> so, Brad, you hit this shot right where you had made quad oh, earlier in the week, right? Right, right that thing. I thought but it was perfect. Goodness. Quad from there earlier in the week, right? Yeah, I was in that same exact spot, made quad. <laughs> On the second round, so. But still, as we're walking up, even though his ball stayed up, I mean, we just got to chip this ball on the green, which is much more difficult than what a viewer is going to be able to tell on this green. You could chip this thing in the water quickly, but put it on the green somehow and walk off with a five, and we're done. Because if you hit that chip at the flag, there was a good chance it was going to go in the water. I mean, if you hit it too hard by a foot in the water. Yeah, we were all so nervous back here in the fairway. I remember being so nervous. Yeah, but it's good as you could do. I mean, it was perfect. Coach just let out the biggest exhale in the world. Oh, oh my gosh. I, yeah, I don't know how nervous I was. I remember the live being pretty good. I was probably more nervous about him going right up underneath it and leaving it really short. That's what I was worried about. I remember that. We couldn't have asked for an easier situation right here. And it, it turned out cool. It's about five inches of break. Come dead level. <laughs> <laughs> the easiest two putt in the world, and I did it three feet by. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all. We all were like, all right, Brad, just lag it up, just lag it up. We're like, just lag it up. And we're like, gosh dang it. <laughs> you can see our face. Like, you kidding me? That's what I was like. Dude. This idiot like, just hit it three it feet by. That's where I started jumping to see how far away it was. <laughs> you look happy. Gosh, I pulled the living crap. <laughs> I remember Quaid was squeezing my shoulder so hard right there. He like had his hand on my shoulder and was just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still nervous. Oh my gosh. Well then I know wanted... dog pile right here. I wanted the dog pile. 
good stuff. Awesome. That is so good. I love this. Zach Hirsch could be right there with us. I love the. Yeah, I know. I mean, I think Stock was with me on 18, though. Yeah. You could Stock. That's good memories. Uh Awesome. Yeah, it was so awesome. It's so much fun watching it. Yeah. That's the first time I've, like, gone all the way through it. Yeah, it's the first time for me, too. Yeah, we could have had the dog pile of the year. Would have yeah. ruined that green, all of us laying on it. You should have said something while you are doing it. I thought you were just, like, doing what you did to Hirsch, just trying to beat me up. Tell, tell these guys what we did afterwards. Like, our big celebration was going to Culver's. <laughs> I like got the, we got the super size at Culver's with ice cream. I remember sitting in the car after we left after doing all the interviews and stuff, Coach. And I know, I mean, being with you for four years, you're always screaming after we win. And I remember both your daughters were in the back end. Becca was in there too. I don't know who else was in the car with me. And you opened up the window went right when we left the grounds, and you screamed so loud. It was. <laughs> it gave it gave me chills even just hearing it from you. It was awesome. <laughs> It's funny. That's probably the one day we could have gone and had like the nicest steak dinner, <laughs> nice restaurant. We go to Culver's, <laughs> burgers, and we we left the course so late. We were. I just remember us walking in with all of our national championship T-shirts on, the trophy, <laughs> all those workers were just like, "What?" And all the people eating there were like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Sweater vest still on. Boy, that sweater vest stunk at that point, boys. <laughs> Woo. That was a full three days. Yeah. Can't wait for you guys to see the video and see these guys' faces. Uh, almost as fun to see the reaction looking back as it was to see them win the championship. Sooner Sports Podcast presented in part by Express Employment Professionals, a premier workforce management provider to Sooner Nation. To find a job or make your next hire, visit expresspros.com. Mercy at Mercy, your life is our life's work. And OU Extended Campus has degrees online, on-site, on your schedule. Become the tradition. As I mentioned, it's a busy week here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. So here's what's on tap, presented by Walden Cleaners, who is open for business and offering free, you heard that right, free pickup and delivery for all your household bundle wash and garment care needs. You can register online or download our customer app in the App Store. That website, waldencleaners.com. On Wednesday, man, this is going to be a fun Wednesday. Keaton Kinley and... Anna Yanusa on the Sooner Sports Podcast with Jessica Cootie and Meg McDonald. Then on Friday, Toby Rowland will be back with us, and we mentioned the 2000 National Championship Roundtable for OU Softball. Also on our classic games, fingers crossed on this one, by the way, the 2013 National Championship for Oklahoma Sooner Softball. We have the play-by-play of it. I have it on cassette right now, so my goal is by Tuesday, that's tomorrow, to get that from cassette to digital, and then have it for you on the Sooner Sports Podcast Wednesday night. So uh, it might not be the entire first game, but it definitely will be the whole second game, Michelle Gascoigne's gym. So that's coming up on the classic broadcast for Thursday night. And then on Saturday, how about this? OU Florida State 2011, 
a great win to start that season. Sooners were number one at the time, a classic game in Tallahassee. And that's what's on tap, presented by Walden Cleaners. Until then, everyone have a great start to your week. Enjoy what I hope is a day off, respecting and honoring the troops and those who pay the ultimate sacrifice to protect our freedoms. We'll see you on Wednesday. Boomer Sooner, everybody. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.